another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And my heart feels like it's going to jump out of my chest, out of the window. For what reason? Because I'm on my third cup of coffee. Oh, okay. Like, I feel jacked. (laughs) I don't get this feeling very often, but I'm like, I kind of feel jacked. Ooh, I like that. I don't get that feeling anymore with coffee, but it's fine. It's fine. can I tell you, though, because I know that you were on the frother situation for a while, yeah, uh-huh. and I know that you took a break from it, but I had a frother in my drawer forever, forever, because it came with, like, an espresso machine that I had bought. It never worked, and I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm not going to use it anyway. I just got the espresso machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find out, stupid bitch Michelle, um, it just needed batteries. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, so what, you were just digging through your cabinets and you were like, oh, let me try to see what this can do. Yeah, well, kind of. So I've gotten into the habit um, based on my, my new diet that mm-hmm. around three is when I would normally have my cup of coffee, but I'm also not doing like sweets after dinner or anything like that. So I've been like baking a nicer coffee for myself at like two or three where I actually That's a put great idea. Yeah. Where I actually put like milk and a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cocoa powder in it and make myself like a nice mocha latte. Cause it's still only like 150 calories or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's a nice little sweet treat for me. Um, and better than just like a black coffee. And so I was like, you know what? I have this fu- it sucks that this frother doesn't work because it would be nice to fucking froth up this milk and make it even mm-hmm. better. And then I was actually like looking at it. I was like, why would this? I was like seeing if it had like a US, not a USB, but like a little plug thing to it or anything like that. And then I like popped off the top and I was just like, oh, you stupid fucking idiot. Like it needs batteries. <laughs> and so, so now I've been doing that. That is so funny. <laughs> How exciting though. I would have done a little dance, like using it for the first time. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's like getting a new toy. I know. And it was so quick. And I was like, oh my God, the shit actually froths. And I've only been doing it with um, cold milk. I feel like it would probably be even better with warm. Yeah. I feel like I don't do real milk. I just, I don't like it no. unless it's like in cheese, but um, I feel like that does the best of then oat milk does a decent job. Mm-hmm. Um, almond milk, not so much, but yeah, we're, we're an oat milk house soy mm-hmm. sometimes. So it's been working pretty well. Um, and exciting. also cocoa powder has like a good amount of fiber in it, which I was surprised. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I do half a tablespoon of brown sugar and it's delicious. I love that for you. That's okay. So you don't have coffee. You only have one coffee and that's around three. No, I have like my morning coffee, but it's just like black iced coffee, you know, or black coffee that I make. So does coffee keep you up at night? Not at all. Or it works fine because you go to bed later? Yeah. I mean, I've never like growing up, especially in Portugal, you have like an espresso at like eight, nine o'clock at night and it's never... Coffee has never like kept me from sleeping. It just yeah. kind of gets me going. And I almost think it's like just a placebo effect at this point, but it's never kept me from sleeping. Mm-hmm. I recently I've been doing coffee a little bit later. Like if we're watching something around six or seven, I'm like, oh my gosh, cup of coffee sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And then I'll make it. And I'm like, this is, this is a great moment in life right now. Yeah. I actually want to get, I feel like I have two espresso machines. 
And I just put them downstairs because there's not a oh lot of counters. I will buy one from you. I don't <laughs> even know how to use an espresso machine, but I know eventually I want one. Yeah. I mean, I love an espresso. So I think I might bring it up and actually have one after dinner. Me too. Yeah. I just like it. I just really like it. For the most part. Do it, Michelle. Live your best life. <laughs> live your life. Um, For the most part, my coffee intake is either I'll buy like one of the big iced coffee jugs from the grocery mm-hmm. store and have that in the morning, or I have my French press and I make coffee that way if I want it hot. But always black, except for now, my afternoon, my nice coffee is what I call mm-hmm. it. It's my nice coffee. Um, I like that. Because normally I would have another cup of black coffee at that point, but now it's mm-hmm. like... You know what? This is my nice little treat where I stop for like five minutes and put it together and make yeah. it nice. I love that. I made it nice. I made it nice. I, I love it that nice. so much. Uh, you know, because when you do use the frother, you can get carried away. I did. <laughs> like I was having froth in like all of my coffee all day long. I'm like, okay, you need to relax, Sam. Um, but I have been drinking it black. And then yesterday we went to the store and I think it's uh Oh, is it Oatmate that does the oat creamer? I don't know, but there's oh, so one many. that I Yeah, so many. There's one that I've tried in the past and it's like brown sugar. Oh. And I never had brown sugar in my coffee until I met you. And so I was oh. like, "Oh, I'm going to try that." And then I also was in the little like vegan cheese section area and they had like a cinnamon plant-based creamer but they say that there's like mushrooms and stuff in it and so Ah. I tried I was like oh let me try that but obviously a little fucking carton is like 12 dollars okay not 12 I'm exaggerating but you know expensive expensive yeah do you like brown sugar better than white sugar in your coffee so I don't put white sugar in my coffee all I really put in my coffee if I'm making it myself is if I want to add stuff to it, it's just either almond milk or oat milk or like a non-dairy creamer from okay. like Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're always sold out of that one. But also, there's a lot of coffee <laughs> talk here. When Joe got home this morning, I was having a dream that I was in Dunkin' Donuts trying different coffees and I kept returning it. I'm like, okay, well, like I need something that's closer to like Starbucks coffee. <laughs> And there was some girl, she's like, okay, we'll do this. This is what I make for my Starbucks lovers. Like, try it. And I was just, like, having a good time tasting the coffee. Mm. Um, But I forget what my point of the story was. Oh, new coffee (laughs) at Starbucks. There's, like, a new drink. And it's, like, fall vibes, honestly. Oh, nice. Um, It's, like, the nitro cinnamon cold brew, espresso cold brew. You can get it without Uh, the nitro, but it's mm -hmm. so delicious. I love it's cinnamon good. in a coffee. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Really mm. cozy. I really like it. I just love coffee. I just love it. I just love coffee. I just like, love it. Have you yeah. always loved coffee, like, even growing up? Yeah. Who? Always. Did both of your parents drink coffee? Yes. And obviously, I hated it. Um, so I, the first time I ever tried coffee was my dad used to work nights. And it was my job to wake him up at five so that he gets work at like six or seven. I don't really remember, but I would wake him up and then I would go downstairs and I would make his coffee, which it was just instant, um, like Folgers out of the thing. And Mm -hmm. I remember always like, you know, like licking the spoon afterwards being like, this is the worst, but I would do it every single time. And then I would say around 
12, 13 is when I like when I would be in Portugal for the summers is when I started drinking like espresso after dinner. Oh, wow. Um, and then I, I, it was all downhill after that. I know. <laughs> I, growing up, my mom, she also was a huge fan of that fucking Folgers instant Oof. coffee. Like that was her jam. She would have so many cups of that after she got home from work. And I'm like, why do you fucking make the instant coffee? Uh, But then I started drinking coffee because I had really bad asthma. And my mom was like, oh, the caffeine helps. And I just thought it was great. But then like in my 30s, I started drinking it and I just became obsessed with it. Yeah. When when I would make coffee out of the pot, I literally could drink about two pots a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's so much coffee. (laughs) That is a lot of coffee. Two pots is a lot. It's It's a lot. lot. It's a lot. Definitely a lot. But but I would say I easily drank that because it's like I would obviously always have coffee during college and stuff. And then all of my jobs, there was coffee available, like my first job in college. I mean, I had Rite Aid jobs and stuff like in high school and stuff like that. But in college, my first one was a breakfast waitress. So just unlimited access to coffee all fucking morning. And then oh, that- after that was the bakery unlimited access to all the fucking coffees my coffee was four espresso shots a tablespoon of brown sugar and then fill the rest of a small cup with oat milk which was just literally like a splash oh and i would have like two of those a day eight, wow. eight espresso shots that's a lot <laughs> and then at whole foods yet again just unlimited uh-huh. access to coffee so it was yeah. it wasn't until our last job together that i was like I don't have unlimited access to free coffee anymore. Like this uh-huh. might, I might <laughs> never financially recover from this. I know. Dang, so much coffee. I know. Oh, I didn't so think this though. was going to be so, such a coffee episode. I know. Well, I wanted to go into, cause you were talking about the bakery. You guys, Michelle, obviously we all know she's a talented baker. Uh, we all remember the note cake that she made me. Well, I had her make a cake for Joe's B-Day and it was a, it was the shining theme and it was absolutely amazing. Like, do you ever just look at your cakes and you're like, I'm a bad bitch. Are you just like, I could have done better. Like, this is my best cake. Or do you just do it so often where you're like, a cake is a cake is a cake. Um, a little bit of B and C. I immediately see all the ways that I could have done it better. Like, even while I was doing it, I was thinking, like, the top hexagons, I should have cut them in, but I was scared of running out of black. And so I was just like, it's okay. Like, it reads, it's fine. But then mm-hmm. when it, I was done and I still had enough black to cover it, but now it had borders and stuff and it wasn't, a- like, I wasn't able to go back in. I was like, well, you're a stupid bitch. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just things. It's like, because you're, no matter what, when you're doing cakes, you're going to run in your head and like what Uh you've planned out is never going to go to plan because it's buttercream. It's not, you know, you're not going to get a fine enough line and shit like that. Do you sketch all of them out? A little bit. Yeah. And did you write fuck you in between any of the layers? No, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not for this one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I, Joe is sending pictures of the cake into his family group chat 
And one of his sisters goes, how's the fondant? And I said, girl, there is no fucking fondant on this cake, bitch. <laughs> and she was like, I was just joking. And I was telling his mom about that. And she was like, no, I think she was just joking. And I was like, I know, but they needed to know that this is fucking icing people. <laughs> yeah. It's not fondant. Yeah. Okay. Much harder. If I could have just wrapped that thing in fucking fondant, that would have been nice. It would have no. been nice, but it always tastes like shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that cake was amazing, Michelle. It oh, good, delicious. I'm glad it tasted good, too. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, like the girls on top, too. I was just like, the sketch I had obviously looked like scarier. And then it's like, when you get to it, you're like, okay, these just look like little dolls, but it's okay. It's going to be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I thought it came out looking great. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Joe loved it. He was so surprised by it. Oh, good. Good. Mm-hmm. I was wondering because I was just like, I don't know if she's like giving it to him yet. And it's like, where would she hide it in the apartment? <laughs> <laughs> so um, once Jake dropped it off, I because he was still up and I'm like, fucking go to sleep. Um, <laughs> so he was like, I'm going to take a nap. And then that's when Jake dropped it off. And so I took it upstairs and I was just like, I was sneaking it in and I was trying to be quiet because I was like, you better not fucking wake up. And so then I put it in our laundry room, like oh, in yeah, yeah. clothing hamper. And I just put like a towel over it. And I honestly, I was like, Joe's going to fucking come in here, do his laundry randomly. And he's going to knock over the hamper mm. and I'm going to have to be like, look what you did. <laughs> And so then later on, we were watching a podcast on TV that we like, and it was one of the guy's birthday. And so everyone was singing him happy birthday. And then they had a birthday cake. And Joe's like, he was like, I want birthday cake or cake because he was going to order goodnight fatty. And I was like, Mm. don't fucking do it. No, because the cookies were just ridiculous. It's like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Which cookies were they? Girl, I don't, it's just a little too much. It's like, I love them. I love them. Some of them are good, but that, the, that weekend, it was like, it just, none of them sounded great. Yeah. Um, but usually Joe will order them. So he didn't, but then, uh, he was like making himself a drink and I like, went to go grab the cake and he was like what (laughs) (laughs) he loved it he was so excited that's awesome yeah he looked like a little kid he's like take a picture of me with my cake oh oh he he requested those photos he he yep he's like come on and I'm like all right all right and we Mm. had ordered out and he had like fucking tater tots in the background sauce containers and I'm Mm. like can you move that stuff before you like take pictures to post them and he's like I don't care about that stuff yeah all right but where did you get tater tots from nowhere special just the place that we order from pretty much every fucking day um Essex pizza oh okay yeah no they're so good we had them like five days in a row oh okay yeah it was bad <laughs> it was real bad. <laughs> it was it was real bad. Well, because now they have a loyalty program to where like you so get you gotta these, order. You gotta, and I'm like, did we not know about this before, or is this mm-hmm. new? Because we've ordered from them so many times. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. What if they made it because of you guys? They're like, you know what? We have this couple. We gotta Maybe. do a loyalty program. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we thought we were going to order it again for his actual birthday. But I'm like, bro, we've had it for like five days in a row. Mm -hmm. 
But anyways, we finally went to the grocery store. So now it's back to gross food. <laughs> Moldy cauliflower. Yeah. The usual. The usual. Uh, okay, so ha- what are you watching? What's going on? We're also going to talk about Vanderpump Rules. So we're sorry. You guys better get ready for it. Okay? It's gripping the nation. Not even. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even. I, I'm i like on my Discover page or For You page on Instagram. And I never go on that shit. And I love it because it's literally all Vanderpump. Oh, yeah. It's all of mine. It's just Vanderpump um, I want to make like a Vanderpump Instagram account. <laughs> I think, you know, you might uh, do well right now with that. Um, channel, like. I mean, you know. freaking Jackson, Brittany, they were just on Watch What Happens Live last night. I didn't watch it. But of course, then they were like announcing their new podcast. It's like, this, is the, that. this is the time to strike. Uh, all eyes they are did, on you. Uh huh. There was like a e-entertainment interview that I watched of them recently and they were talking about the podcast and the person was like are you doing this on the hills of the scandal and Brittany's like no we've had this in the work for about a year she was like it was just crazy timing which I mean is good for them I know I think they might do you think they'll be back invited back on the show I think that they will I think think they they will will too Michelle I yeah okay are we getting into the Vanderpump or you want Let's to talk about it. other Let's do it. We're already shows? here. We're already here. We're already here. here. Okay. So I I had Joe. I was like, Joe, please watch Vanderpump from the beginning. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, really? And I'm like, please. And he's like, I don't need to. And I'm like, yes, you do. Because he doesn't know how Kristen and Tom broke up and how Tom oh. and Ariana. And I was like, you have to watch it. And so we're like on season one still. And he's like, Stassi is a fucking bitch. And I'm like, um, yeah. bro, she's brutal. She's and I'm like, he's like, she's your favorite. And I'm like, yeah, but it's because she like definitely is not like that anymore. But mm. Joe was like, Jax is my favorite. Like, I think they need to bring him back. And he was like, he actually seems like kind of smart right now. And I'm like, I know. I don't know why he gets so stupid later on in the show, but just because of the watch what happens went so well and I think Andy loves Jax because he just brings a lot to the table I think yeah and I guess he was even there at Sheena's birthday party and how sweet of them to be because they asked to be they were like do you want us to film you here and they were like no or it was her wedding yeah yeah they said no we don't want to take away from her wedding day which I was like that is so fucking nice oh that's nice yeah Yeah. so I'm like I think they'll be invited back I think so too I mean obviously everybody thinks that they're fame hungry and they're just trying to crawl back onto the show but knowing that it's like oh that's actually surprising because I know I was shocked the narrative out there is that they've been trying to get back on the show since they've been kicked off hmm yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind them being back. I, I mm-hmm. think that he ended up getting let go because of an insensitive tweet from like a long time ago. And I was like at the height where, you know, everybody was losing their jobs over everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, if it was actually like, a, I don't actually remember it. So I might be talking Same. out of my ass here. But it's like, I think there was too quick of a trigger on a lot of things. And mm-hmm. looking back now in hindsight, I get it if it was happening in the moment, but things that people said a long time ago when 
things were a little bit more accepted in that light, I don't think that they deserve to get like completely canceled and never brought back again. It's like people learn, they evolve. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you weren't born knowing every social norm or anything like that. It's like you need to fucking make mistakes, learn, progress and move on from them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think that as long as it wasn't too bad, he should be allowed back. Yeah, I'm not. Well, and it's just like if it's going to be like that for some people, make it like that across the board. Like why was fucking I know it was a long time ago, but why was Jimmy Kimmel fucking hosting the Oscars? Like, give me a fucking break. What did he do? He did blackface. Like, I know it was a long time ago, but it's just like, it's like, bro, what? Yeah, that is a little <laughs> That's bit. That's uh, crazy. And yeah. it's like, ugh, I don't know. But um, I know that him and his wife were like uh, executive producers on the Oscar, but I'm just like, on the Oscars, I'm like, okay, but you got it. Like, it's just never the same for everyone. Oh, yeah. No, not. It's like not. The, the internet picks who it's going to be. Yeah. Well, anyway. I just, I don't even remember what year, maybe like 2020, 2019. I feel like producers and everybody in show business was literally just reacting on fans uprising. And then they mm-hmm. immediately made decisions. And it's like, people forget in a day. Why are you making all these big decisions based on like, you know, people's anger for half of a second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were back then. They were just like, okay, you guys don't like this person. They're out. They're out, yeah. And it's like, this is reality to TV. They're supposed to be fucked up, messy people. I know. And also, all of us are in our real lives. Like, why? Exactly. I just, like, I mean, don't get not, it. Not to, not to that certain no. level. But, I mean, it's like, I'm sure there's someone in your surrounding life that is fucked up. Yes. I, I don't just, know. I love every single person behind a keyboard that is acting like they lead the most pristine, perfect life, and they are fucking clutching their pearls about somebody yeah. just saying something off kilter once. And it's like, bro, if everybody was recording your every second, I am mm-hmm. sure that you say shit that you would not be proud of. Like, fuck yep. off. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I mean, and again, reminder, we don't know exactly what his tweet was, yeah. so don't come for us. <laughs> God, it's going to be something <laughs> horrible, like fucking the Holocaust never happened. And I'm going to be like, fuck oh, no. me. No, Andy wouldn't have had him on. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Editing okay. Michelle's going to check this. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Google, what was, why did Jax get canceled? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no. So Vanderpump is... It's it's so weird because obviously we're all watching it now with mm-hmm. this information about the fact that Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis have had these month-long affair. So now it's like you're watching it and you know this information, but also, I mean, in last episode, I feel like if we didn't know that, everybody would be on Raquel's side because she was being like bullied by like the popular girls. But it's like, girl, you shot yourself in the foot so fucking hard. Like, you could have been the star. And you fucked it all up for a man in a cover Uh band with a bad mustache. Oh, my God. Yeah, she definitely fucked it up. There was an interview. I think it was one of Sheena's podcasts that she was talking about that episode with Raquel where she was like, Raquel made it sound like they were just bullying her and that they were being so mean to her. And she's like, now watching the episode, I can see like 
you could you kind of asked for it honestly yeah I don't even think she asked for it it's like honestly that would have been me it's like you're telling me that we're going on a fucking girls trip but nobody wants to drink nobody wants to have fun nobody wants to dance like well I'm gonna fucking do it because I'm single and there's hot people here like yeah. I would have done what Raquel did. I obviously am not like a big lumbering giraffe. I mean, I fall <laughs> a lot, but it's, she's not that smart. So it is kind of like annoying to have to like take care of her because it seems like she's like the girl that's like, take care of me. Like we're having fun. And she's just not having interesting conversations. But also it's like she's drunk and everybody else is stone cold sober. So mm-hmm. it was just a bad dynamic. But don't call it a fucking girl's trip if we're just going to fucking sit in the hotel bed and judge everybody. I mean, that was at the end of the night. And I think they were just judging her because of how she, I mean, Lala definitely ignited that because I think she was a little like, what the fuck? Like, usually I get the guy and I know in that situation, she's like, you can hook up with him, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit. But um, I don't know if you heard this, but at that time when Christina Kelly was filming, she was actually pregnant. Yeah, so that's no, why she wasn't drinking. Yeah. And then it's like Lala sober. Yeah. And poor poor Katie's just like, all right, well, I guess. Katie's I'll- kind of always <laughs> a drip. <laughs> oh, and that's fine. I'm not saying that you have to be like drunk to have a good time, but if this is a girls' night and we're going to a club, why are you all just like sitting at the VIP booth and like not trying to dance or do anything? Like, what is the yeah. point of this? We're in Las Vegas. <laughs> Sorry, is it just me? Am I a fucking party hound? No, not at all. But I'm like, well, they were probably just in the booth at the time of the filming. But I don't know. Because it seemed like they, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's kind of hard for me to feel any sympathy towards Raquel. Yeah, yeah. In hindsight now, it's like, okay, whatever. But if if we didn't know this information, I would feel bad for her in those episodes. I do not feel bad because I did also hear that Shayna, Shayna, um, the Sheena talking about how she explained that whole situation to them. Yeah. And I do not agree with her saying that Katie's mom, who joined them for dinner, like the night before, she was like, I think she told Sheena, like, Katie brought her mom and she was coming for me and like telling me I was a bad person and stuff. And it's like her mother was literally just there being like, you know, my daughter's just going through a divorce and Tommy has been in our lives for 12 years. So I understand why she doesn't want to go to Sheena's wedding because Sheena's like pushing Raquel and Schwartz to make out. And it is disrespectful and they're not even divorced yet. And Katie might not show it, but that's obviously hurtful to her. And, like, mm-hmm. during that whole thing, Raquel was just, like, rolling her eyes and shit. It's like, don't be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Don't be an asshole right now. Like, this is her mom. Tom has been with her for 12 years. He's gone to all their Christmases. He's probably gone to baby showers with their family. Like, this is an actual family unit. Like, you don't get to just say, oh, well, you guys are getting divorced, so I can do whatever I want. It's like, fuck you. you you're new here. You are brand yeah. new, and you're acting brand new right now. <laughs> oh my gosh it's so crazy and so now just this week they released the trailer to the second half of the season you guys and Mm. i have Mm. i've seen a lot of horror movies but this trailer (laughs) is quite frightening okay (laughs) i love it so much i just i love where ariana is coming because she's just 
I relate to it because that's how I would react in the situation. It's like I would be fucking devastated and in my own time, like in my privacy, I would break down, I would cry and stuff. But outwardly and to that person, I will be the ragiest, angriest fucking bitch and you better fucking run. Like, do not fucking Mm -hmm. do that shit to me. So I love it. I love her energy so oh, much. Oh my God. I do too. I saw someone had commented because I was like, let me watch it on Instagram. Let me watch it on Facebook. Like I just read through so many comments. Let me watch it on YouTube. And some fucking guy was like, Ariana's going to have a tough time finding her next partner because she's 37 and that's old in Hollywood. And he was like, Tom and Raquel will be fine. And I'm like, wow. Nerve. Oh, that's. <laughs> That is somebody that is tapped out of reality. Are you fucking kidding me? Ariana is a goddess. Exactly. And so since we're watching it back from the beginning, it was uh, where Sheena did the first performance at the Roxy. Oh, yeah. I forgot that Ariana was one of her backup dancers. And so then I was like, Joe, I grabbed him. I was like, I think that's Ariana. And he's like, what? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, look at her. And he was like, so how did they, I'm like, they were friends for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he's like, because Kristen and Tom are together currently on the show where we're watching. And he's like, well, how did they break up? I was like, I can't tell you. You have to see it play out for yourself. He's going to be so shocked because he doesn't know what happens. He doesn't know the timeline of who comes in when. I'm not telling him nothing. Oh my God. I wish I could watch it with fresh eyes from the beginning. Yeah. It's pretty, the episodes are a little too slow. Like they stay on people too long where they need to be jumping around quicker, but yeah, no, it's crazy. And I think I even mentioned on this podcast, maybe like a year ago, half a year ago that I was rewatching Vanderpump because I wanted to see Ariana and Tom's relationship again, because it was so good. Mm-hmm. stupid mm-hmm. bitch you stupid idiot <laughs> I think I saw like the perfect um little meme that it was just like me really valuing Tom and Ariana's relationship because it doesn't follow like societal norms or whatever and then it's like a clip of Jane Lynch from Glee and it's just like but I was a stupid bitch <laughs> <laughs> But I was a stupid bitch and I should have known better. Yeah. I know. I was one of the people that's like, I want a relationship like that. They seemed so supportive of each other. And it's like, that is why the fallout is even shittier. It's because like now we can go back and see the different times where he was just not actually supportive, but he always presented himself as the best male character in the show and that he was supportive and he didn't, she said from the beginning, she didn't want kids or marriage. And he said, I don't know. I think I might want that. And, but he still was just like, but I get it. And I think I could be fine with just us. And so that Mm -hmm. is on him. I'm sorry. And I did also see somebody else be like, everyone's fucking bringing up this thing like well she didn't want kids or marriage so like she can't deprive them of that it's like a okay then break up with that person because if like you guys don't align in that way obviously nobody wants to deprive him of kids or marriage and then somebody else just like how has he shown that that's actually what he wants he just says oh, it yeah. it's not like he's ever like shown that like he's ready for kids or he actually really wants kids or marriage he just says that mm-hmm that's that's a great point, Michelle, because he literally 
start so many hobbies, which is fine, but it's like, don't fucking use that as an excuse. And I, okay. So we know that Ariana has had some, um, I don't, I don't know if I would say body issues, but she's like, felt she has been made to feel bad about like her vagina and her body. She also deals with anxiety, depression, all of this stuff. And I'm just saying people, it really does affect your fucking sex life. It's not fun for Mm -hmm. anyone. And so I, I, I was, I wanted to throw up when on the trailer, they included him saying, (laughs) because we, we know that they probably aren't having a lot of sex like they once used to. You've been together for fucking 10 years. What do you expect? Give me a break. But anyway, he's like, I can't have sex with someone like four times a year. Yeah. Like what is wrong with you? You're going to try to use that as a reasoning to step out on your partner. You're disgusting. And that's, people are even saying in comments and stuff too, like, a lot of women are saying comments like, well, if you don't put Uh out, somebody else will. And it's just like, wow. And like, you look at their profiles, it's all like 50 plus year old woman. I'm like, you really have like no self-worth, huh? Like, um, but I mean, it's a different generation, but it's like, no, if, if somebody in, in the partnership wants more sex, then you guys need to talk about it. If it's an unsolvable thing, you're at like, a you know, neither of you want to deal with it or like come to a compromise or like work through it then you break up you break you don't have a seven month long full-blown relationship with her best friend Mm -hmm. not just a hookup not just like we got drunk and had sex one night they were having a full-blown relationship where they were wearing matching necklaces as little symbols to each other and smiling in ariana's face as if it wasn't happening so gross but no it's it's ridiculous and also the thing is also throughout the years once they started having like this lull in sex he brought it up to her and she was just that's when like we found out that she has like body image issues and that her past relationship like he literally told her that she had a disgusting body that she needed to be thinner mind you this the woman is so thin um, that her vagina was ugly, just like just horrible mm-hmm. things to just break her down so that they're more reliant on you, which is just classic. And mm-hmm. then he was just like, but it doesn't make sense. Cause like when we first started hooking up, like you were having orgasms all the time. And she goes, <laughs> she literally goes, I really wasn't like, I was just faking them because I wanted, I wanted you to feel good. And he was like, he literally goes, no, you were like because he can't even like take the hit to his ego that like he wasn't satisfying her mm-hmm. even though she's literally saying I was faking them because like I just I didn't want you to feel bad yeah and he just wouldn't accept it he would not he's accept like, that answer no. it's crazy that he's telling her if the yeah. orgasms were real or I know not. it's like As if bro, guys what is know you? <laughs> guys don't fucking know fucking know sometimes you just want to wrap it up exactly (laughs) i got things to do cheetos to eat leave me be exactly and so (laughs) and then there was another point where like i maybe the next year or a year after that where he brings it up to her brother like and i think this clip has been going around a lot where he's like you know if you don't have sex for like five months and you cheat. Like, how is the other person supposed to be mad at you about that? 
and her Ariana's brother was just like, yeah, I don't know about that or whatever. And then later on the season, they have like this really good talk. And she literally tells, tells him like, for me to have like sex with somebody, I need quality time. Like I, you can't be a stranger to me, like to be, for me to be intimate, I need to feel like we're together and that we're hanging mm-hmm. out and it needs to be very emotionally connected for me. And he literally says yep. like, I understand what you're saying and I will do everything to make that work. And obviously he didn't because then he got invested in about three different restaurants, started a band where he was touring across the country, just literally abandoning her nonstop. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, she told you what she needed. She told you exactly what she needed. She communicated what she needs in order to be intimate with you. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. But then you break up. I just don't get why it's so hard to break up with people. Well, yeah, but he was worried about her mental health and then her grandma passed and then her dog passed and he just was going to wait. Can you believe? So they thought they were thinking that they were going to film the reunion without Mm -hmm. this even getting out, film the reunion. Tom was going to break up with Ariana and then a few months they were going to, by the time they get to filming the next season, then they were going to announce that they were together. Yeah. Yeah. They had a whole plan. It's gross. Yeah. And guess what? If if that plan actually happens, the fallout would not be as extreme as it is. If they broke up off camera and like nobody found out about this affair or whatever, and they actually played to their own narrative, Mm -hmm. people would be shocked if they ended up actually like dating like halfway through next season or whatever. But it wouldn't be as bad. And you know, he's already putting these little seeds this season, like we're not having sex, we're not like hanging out, blah, blah, blah. So then the viewer would be like, you know what, it wasn't a good relationship. Like, I understand why they broke up. It sucks that he's dating like a close friend. But you know, obviously, in a friend group, you actually know these people. And it's easy to like fall in love with like people, you know, you know, you know, it would have been rationalized more. And I'm glad that they got fucking caught on the back foot with this shit. I'm glad too. Oh my God. It's too much. I want to know what James is thinking of all of this. Oh, James is, uh, he's living for it, I think. So as they're filming the reunion today. I know. And I heard Lala say that they are confiscating, confiscating? Confiscating? Conf. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an N in it? Confiscating or confiscating? I think there's an N. Confiscating. Whatever. They're taking all their phones during taping so that they can't put stories up or record or do anything because there's a leak is what she said. There's a leak? Yeah. Somebody's leaking shit to the press. Like who would it be? Someone on Raquel's? Just somebody on the cast has been leaking stuff and the press getting word of it. Oh, maybe so they're taking Lala. all their phones. It might be Lala. <laughs> wow. Well, I did see that uh, because Raquel filed a restraining order against Sheena, but I did see that both of them are going to be there, but they're just going to not be filming together. together. And then I also saw that they're supposed to be doing an interview with Tom and Ariana, just mm-hmm. them two. He, be- he better get ready. She's going to light his ass up. I also saw like an old clip of... um when Ariana was doing her book of the drinks, the cocktails and like Tom pushes himself in it. And he's like, 
he's like, everyone says that I should be doing the cocktail Mm -hmm. book first. Like, why you? And Ariana's like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, don't you be, she's like, you're a baby bitch boy. And I was like, get him girl. Get him. She's like, don't you start with me. And he was literally just, just throwing a fit about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. ugh. Because he's a fucking child. I know. And he honestly thinks that he deserves it all. And she he's the one that brought her onto the show. So he gets first dibs to everything. He's fucking gross. I know. He's going to be, he's going to regret this so bad later on. It's like, because obviously him and Raquel, they're not going to be in any type of long-term relationship. I don't think. No. It won't last for that long. I don't think. But it's like. Bro, you had such a good support system out of this person. Like, he, I feel like he's just so stuck in his own brain. Like, yeah. we talk about this. I forgot who we talked about this, but with someone, but it's like everyone else is moving on with life, going to the next chapter, and he's just still living his life as if he's a 21 year old. And it's yeah. like, you can only do this for so long. Like, are you going to be acting like this in your fucking 50s? I mean, I Probably, think, but yeah, I feel like men can get away with it more, and especially men out in LA for sure, mm-hmm. because there's always just younger and younger girls coming through trying to make their name. And he that does have shame. kind of a platform, but I think he's really shot himself in the foot with it. It's like, even if he was not that, no, he just should have broken up with her. Like, I don't mm-hmm. get it. I just really, really, really don't get it. It's like, why do you want to traumatize? embarrass devastate somebody that you claim to have loved at one point instead of just hurting them to break up with them I just I don't get it I just don't get that part of it I saw that Raquel did like a TMZ interview or some shit Mm -hmm. like that supposedly the paparazzi found her and everyone's like girl we know that you told them that you're gonna be outside the nail salon and it's just like what is wrong with you yeah and she's like laughing and like doing this little head shake the whole time she I don't I honestly don't think she's tapped in I don't I think that she does not understand some social things I think there's something there's something off about her because like who talks like that and laughs like that when all of this is going down you have not a single fucking leg to stand on on anything like tail between your legs be fucking sorry Mm -hmm. I just don't get it Joe was like, well, do you think that she's just, she was just tired of everyone's bullshit? And so she really was just like, fuck everyone. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm like, you could have done that with anyone, anyone. Why did it have yeah. to be your best friend's partner? Yeah. The only person that do has ever Lala. been sweet to you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do it to anyone, because she slept with your fiance. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's so wild. I, Yeah can't wait for the reunion i think there's like still five episodes of the season left uh i will pay for the rest of the episodes just to get to the reunion literally so many people are like i will pay any amount to just watch binge them all right now like i want to know what's happening right fucking now (laughs) i would pay a few hundred dollars for a virtual ticket to a live stream of them taping the reunion oh my god yeah like even if it's just on instagram live yeah and they're not even talking to us just someone turns on the phone (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, they could have made <laughs> they could have made a lot of money. Every I think I saw a bunch of people be like, make this pay-per-view. People will pay to watch this live. Uh-huh. Even if we don't know the context of certain stuff, like I know who cares. We want to be in the room. And all proceeds go to Ariana, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's good. I do I do think like her latest post was um some sponsorship with a vibrator. So she's making oh, the good love that. She's making the right sponsorship ads right now. You know, and it is it's so crazy though, Michelle, because literally all of her friends, when someone asks them, like, how do you think this is going to affect her? What do you think is gonna happen? Literally every person is like, honestly, this is for the best. She her light was dimmed by Tom. Like he mm-hmm. sucked all the energy out of her. Like she's gonna be back to her old self or Ugh. become like the star, not TV star, but just in general, like a shining star because yeah. she is like an amazing person. And I'm just like, why couldn't you guys tell her this a long, long time ago? I know. Well, I think she actually defended him. And so the idea yeah, that he's did. going around saying like, you didn't like one of his reasons, like you didn't support me. Fuck off. Like mm-hmm. she is the only one that was always in your corner, even when you are just insufferable. And I mean, I said this before as one of my pet peeves. He is the epitome of theater kid energy. Like he's always fucking on. He is like a fucking magician with everything that he presents. It's so fucking much. And I even remember Mm -hmm. last season she was doing, it was like during the pandemic and she had the brilliant idea of doing like cocktail boxes that come to your house, like a HelloFresh where it comes with like the alcohol and ingredients and stuff. And you make these really fancy cocktails at home fucking brilliant that's literally what everybody was doing and Mm -hmm. so she was having like a tasting party at their house and he kept trying to like butt in and like talk over her and talk about it and stuff and I think at one point she was just like all right Tom like this I'm doing it like so please stop talking but it's like imagine if you constantly have to do that how many times did she just relent and like let him take over because it's like I don't even want to fight about it whatever Tom wants to like take over the room right now it's like, of course, she was just constantly just relenting more and more and more. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait. Fuck that. That is, you know, a shadow that needed to, like, fucking be released. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they do say that the universe will fuck shit up if it's not meant for you. Like, if you're not listening and not doing it for yourself, like, yeah. it will happen. And unfortunately, if that's someone cheating on you because you need to be out of the relationship, like, so be it. But yeah, and it's like, this is heartbreaking and devastating. But it's like, how amazing is it that you break up and the whole world is trying to lift you up and be like, we will, we will follow whatever your next endeavor is. We will fucking support you no matter what because like if they broke up off camera and whatever everyone be like oh that really sucks like she was great and there would be support for her but this is just like everybody is like burn it to the crown girl we will support Mm -hmm. that fucking do whatever you want we'll throw money at it so this is like it is horrible on one end but it's like there would there'd be no better way to break up with somebody with this like catapult, you know? Yeah. I, I 100% agree. What do you think real quick though, this, so for the trailer, there's like clips of her skinny dipping 
with a guy. Mm-hmm. What do you think mm-hmm. that's about? You think she's just with some friends of hers and they're just making yeah. it look like it's something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the guy already came out. It's like her best gay friend. Super, I super love gay. That they're just like, they try to make it look yeah. like she's like already moving on. <laughs> she literally, I think the dude reposted it and like on his stories and she's like, not Bravo trying to make me look super fucking straight right now. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's yeah. so hilarious. No, but he's like a good friend of the group. And I think it was after Sheena's wedding when everybody was a little toasted and they all go skinny dipping or whatever. But yeah, it's like her gay friend. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. They're really, really trying, but it's like, I was, no. I was also watching old clips of last year's BravoCon, uh, just like interviews, because I wanted to see if I could pick up anything. And Oh, my God. Just like, just Tom talking about bullshit and Lala's just literally like dead stone. She's like, just shut the fuck up. It's like, you just talk so too much. damn much. It's like, shut so the much. fuck up. <laughs> and they were already in their affair by BravoCon. And I think somebody posted, because like Sheena does like a video diary vlog thing, mm-hmm. like daily or whatever. And there is a clip. Sheena is with Sandoval in his dressing room or something like that. And she's interviewing him. And behind her in the scene, you see Raquel about to enter the room and then notice that Sheena's in there with the camera. And she just like immediately turns around and like leaves. And everyone's just like, oh, that's interesting. Uh It's like, obviously, she could just be like, oh, they're doing something. I'm going to like leave. But a lot of people are like, oh, she was going to go see Tom and was like, well, let me get the fuck out of here. Damn. It's it's so much. It's so much juice. Oh, yeah. What if else? you guys aren't watching it, God, just <laughs> please watch it. So just then I won't feel it. guilty when we keep talking about it. <laughs> I think there's actually um Peacock put out like this little graphic that tells you the episodes to watch to kind of catch up with stuff. Oh, so love it's only that. like two or three episodes a season, just like so that you know the players and like the different relationships and stuff like that. We'll post it on our stories. In case, in case you want to get down. In case, I mean, you should, but just in case. Okay, so I have one more thing to tell you because we just took a break. I went to go pee and this came up on my For You page. Um, So in the mid-season trailer, there is a part where it's like everybody's sitting on a couch. Katie's with her new man and Lala is saying to Sandoval, who looks very defensive, he's standing up like, doing his dragon thing at everybody okay and lala says something like well somebody saw you at the abbey and it didn't look right and so you know the producers and editors really like to like misdirect you so in my head i'm like it's probably nothing about like tom and raquel because this looks like before anybody knew anything it's probably just like him with like another girl that they're calling him out on but this is what i just saw so allegedly oh shit before Scandival, Allie, James Kennedy's new girlfriend, saw Tom and Raquel at the Abbey dancing alone together and thought it was weird. Sources claim Tom and Raquel acted a little strangely after realizing they had been seen looking intimate as if they had been caught doing something wrong. In a clip, Lala says, she saw you both at the Abbey together. That's what she says in the clip. Just that. Doesn't like mention who. And then it goes on to say the whole incident happened after filming had wrapped for the night. At first, Allie didn't say anything, but the whole situation left a bad taste in her mouth. So she ended up telling some of the girls on the cast throughout the season, there will be certain moments that are puzzling and the ladies will begin to suspect that something is wrong. 
Oh. But there has been interviews with Katie being like, you know, people asking her like, um, were you shocked or were you surprised? And and she would say kind of vague things like it was surprising, but looking back, it isn't and things wow. like that. So I feel like even in that situation where Lala's like, she saw you at the Abbey being super close. I feel like even in those situations, they were probably just like pinning it on Raquel because like they think Raquel just likes to go after people's man. So they were probably just like telling Sandoval, like watch out with her Mm -hmm. kind of a thing more. And like Raquel, how fucking dare you? Are you fucking kidding me? Like you're pushing it now or whatever. Um, so I think it was obviously shocking when it all came out, but I feel like obviously going back there, probably seeing a lot more that happens. And also Ellie's like super new to the group. So they could also have been like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't understand how close our friend group is or whatever. And it might not be that serious, but. Oh my yeah. God. So that's crazy. Ooh. I can't it's, wait. I can't wait either. All right. Okay, guys, uh, hopefully you enjoyed our little Vanderpump sesh. (laughs) If not, it was nice having you here. (laughs) It was nice. We understand. We won't do it all the time, but it's like, I mean, this podcast is about what we're doing weekly and what we're doing weekly right now is submerging ourselves in this mess. Oh, yeah. Uh I'm I'm sorry for that. I apologize. We apologize. Also, very, very quickly. Um, my friend Brie, who lives in Philly, just started listening to the podcast recently. Oh, hey Brie. Which I love. We like talked over the weekend just to like catch up and stuff like that. But literally every single day now she'll text me about like episode 32 and like completely out of context and be like, what? I just got to read it. Cause I'm just like, I have no clue what you're fucking talking about. Oh, I want to know. Um, I mean, obviously like I kind of understand. So I got this yesterday morning at 7.30 in the morning. Michelle, I'm listening to the part about the quiz in Am I Toxic or Not? And I I am deaf killing Eve and Lucille Bluth. Mostly like Lucille where I'm not racist or an alcoholic, but I loved having crazy sex with my man and the finer things in life. LMAO. This podcast (laughs) is so good. I can't wait to listen more. Also, in another life, I would totally be an FBI agent. Like, I hate the government, but an FBI agent would be a sick job. I'm like, I don't know what. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think what that episode could have been. I have no fucking clue. Maybe we talked about like what our dream, like what if we could do anything. Maybe. I don't remember what we talked about last week. (laughs) I don't know what we talked about on this episode. (laughs) Hopefully she's okay with me saying that, but also it'll be months before I have to deal with that fallout. So it's fine. (laughs) Hi, Brie. (laughs) Hi, Brie. Thanks for listening. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Check out Vanderpump and we will see you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com. Mm-hmm.